right, we're going to start in a minute. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is the light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground. Found through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are still, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all. Here in the love of Christ, the Christ alone, he took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless days, this gift of life and righteousness, stored by the ones he came to save, to on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God. Favorite ones. Wanna go look at one more today? 
Amen. Let's see. Amen. Okay. You like that? He just said, yeah. <laughs> I told y'all this boy was crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking. Um. Okay, let me see. Now, where's the other song that you normally sing? Waymaker? You want that one again? <laughs> you like uh, that one now, don't you? <laughs> what? I, I know that song. Huh? You don't want me to sing. Come on, come on. We about to do it so you can sing too. Come on. Hi. Yeah. That's what it's about. Come on, y'all. Because you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, and you're turning lights around. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, and you're turning lights around. I worship you, I worship you. Yeah, we take a miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Oh, we make a miracle worker. 
the promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, that is who you Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Yes. Hallelujah. We got time for one more. Come on, come on, come on, come on. One more, there. Come on, we're gonna do one more. I'm gonna try try the short one. One more, one more. Okay. One more. One more. Okay. You gonna put the words up? Why you ain't put the words up on the last one? Uh, that, usually you put the words up by heart now, huh? All right, y'all gonna like this one. We're gonna try it. All right, we're gonna try it here. All right, come on. All right. I'm listening. All right. Can y'all see it now? Can y'all see this? Oh, you gonna put the words up? Okay. Can y'all see it? Goodness of God. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see it. Oh, yeah. This is mom one. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. This is the one right here. I've been looking for this song. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Yeah. All my life, you have been Running out 
Goodness of God. It's not the original uh, artist, but okay. we'll figure it out. All right. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, I like that. All right. Okay. So. Okay, Daryl, ready? Yep. yep. Ready to go. I'm in here sweating. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This fan ain't working. What's the sermon about today, girl? There you go. Come on, E-Man. Switch. <laughs> All right. So it's it's very interesting because we you know we talked about the multitude. We talked about Jesus coming with the storm and the patience, and now. This particular sermon is about being on one accord, one heart, one accord, and one voice. So, you know, we do these um, every every Saturday, and we always hope for, for more people to join us so that we can be on one heart, one accord, and one voice. But for now, for everyone who's joining us, we have the right folks with us so the Amen. we'll start off with just a short prayer father where did i am jesus we ask jesus that you got us jesus that you got us in your word jesus that you got us in your strength and your will jesus to walk in your strength and your will jesus as we continue to pray over issues and problems jesus we, we continue to pray jesus over diseases over pestilences over supernatural 
disasters, Jesus, over Jesus, over addictions, Jesus, over pride and greed and, and power, Jesus. For these are the things, these Jesus, these things, these temptations, Jesus, is what plague our people, is, is what plague Jesus, others, and keep them away from fully um, absorbing your word, Jesus. Please let us realize your word, Jesus, by teaching us, Jesus, by way of your Holy Spirit today, Jesus. Please anoint us, Jesus. Please let us be of one accord, Jesus. Please let us see and understand, Jesus, who you are and what you can do in our lives in the holy name of Jesus by continuing to bring us closer towards you, Jesus. We want to pray, Jesus, for your mercy, Jesus, for your patience. We want to pray for patience for ourselves and peace, Jesus, that you can bestow that with, uh, on us, Jesus, so that on our path, Jesus, we learn how to wait on you, Jesus. We learn how to wait, Jesus, on your will and to see your will working on our lives, Jesus. And let it be by your strength and not our own strength. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray and we say, Hallelujah. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. So again, this, this sermon is called uh, One Heart, One Accord, and One Voice. And so um, the first scripture that Jesus led me to was Acts 2. Acts 2, 34 through 47. And we all know in Acts, um, it's speaking about the first church and about their unity and togetherness. And so when we're talking about one heart, one accord, one voice, um, we can really look to that first church being a great example of this. And so if we look in Acts 2, 34 through 47, you can see here um, what it says. It's about fellowship. And this is... This is Peter speaking, and he's, he's saying here, he says, For David is not ascended into heaven, into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy, foes, thy footstool. We're going to come back to that scripture again later on. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were prickled, they were pricked in their heart. It said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So imagine that. 3,000 people were added. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. This is what it looks like in, in fellowship. This is, this is also what it looks like being of one heart and one accord. This is what it looks like. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the, by the apostles, and all that believed were together and had all things common. Okay? They were together and had all things common. This is, well, this is of being one accord and one heart. Okay, this is what it's about. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. 
in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God okay now singleness of heart that's the one heart praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved and so that favor that they had with people they also had that favor with God because they, they were of singleness of heart in him in his will and in the doctrine that Jesus taught so they were all unified under that teaching they were all unified under that fellowship they were all unified with it says like it says with gladness and singleness of heart and so when we're speaking like this is something that we have to um to start to to deal with and Jesus put this on my heart that we start we have to start speaking to other believers even if they're from other denominations because Jesus is his multitude, his body, his church. It's not just one church. It's not just one denomination. It's it's his church is a body of people from all different walks of life, all different types of denominations, from all different locations, from all places. And we have to start having conversations with people. Okay, we have to all become and and with gladness in our hearts and singleness of heart, having conversations with other people. Learning how to have this, this this singleness of heart, learning how to love one another. That's the that's the one of the first commandments. The second that second commandment. Okay, and so this this is what we're looking at. This is what we're looking at. We have to start going out and having conversations. And even with this, the, remember the Jews did not believe. Some of these Jews didn't believe um, what was going on. They didn't understand that they had just received the Holy Spirit. So that's why Peter had to come and explain this to them what was going on. Okay, so Jesus uh, led me to Acts 3, 1 through 16. Okay, and this is just up a little bit further. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms, or asked for alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, or attention, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. We told him, Rise up. And walk and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength immediately and he's in Jesus again is saying he's saying just take my hand and I will I will pull you up immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength and he leaping up and stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God Hallelujah. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. As the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. 
And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this, or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, have glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One, and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God have raised from the dead, whereof we are, have, we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, have made this man strong, whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him, have given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Okay? And this 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 faith, we have to be in, in a one accord in this in this faith. And we have to start having conversations about about this. You know, because besides um you know Jesus Jesus doesn't have he doesn't have any 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 stock any any worth. he doesn't hold any worth he doesn't look and see that 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 there's worth in the American way of life he doesn't see worth in in the holidays he 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 told us certain things to stay away from certain things this is the reason why the miracles aren't going on in the church this is why the, the supernatural wonders aren't going on in the church as much as they could this is why the healings aren't done but the other side of it is us coming together. You know, we not we shouldn't be everybody shouldn't be sitting in separate church buildings and separate um, congregations and groups and having these conversations. We all should be coming together and having these conversations. Jesus put this on our heart a, a while back about bringing people together, bringing the denominations together, bringing the churches together, having this this this. Um, this conversation. Yea, the faith which is by him have given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And his name through faith in his name have made this man strong. We all can agree on that. Jesus is the one who gives us strength. Jesus is the one who made this man strong. Jesus is the one who heals us. And we have to move with one accord and speak with one accord and share with one another. All right, we're going to go to um, Jesus Let Me to Acts 4. We're going to read the whole Acts 4. And this is a continuance of this same um, instance. And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. And it came to pass on the morrow, or the next day, that their rulers and elders and scribes, and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas, right, Caiaphas the high priest, and John and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. He's saying, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. He's, he's, he's saying, he's, he's addressing them directly. 
Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, because he couldn't walk, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, he's saying, whom you crucified, right? Talking to Caiaphas and the other high priest, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Because remember, Jesus said that to do as they do as they, they 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 say, not as they do. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Remember Jesus said to not be afraid. Don't, don't try to think about what you're going to say before the people. Don't think about what you're going to say before the governors and, and priests and presidents and kings and all of that. Don't think about what you're going to say, for the Holy Spirit will give you what to say. It's, the, it's not you that speaks, but it's the Holy Spirit that speaks. So we can't be afraid. We can't draw back. We can't shrink back. We can't be nervous. We have to start having these conversations, you know, with pastors, with, 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 with other um, people from other denominations. We have to start having conversations with people. And nope, not everybody's going to agree. No, look at what, what Peter went through. Look at what Paul went through. Look at what Barnabas went through. Look at what, look at what the, the disciples did went through in the early church they went through people not agreeing with them and they went through the worst of the worst it was a way different time um then as it is now they went through a lot so um, let's continue in line 12 neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved now when they saw the boldness of peter and john and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So they were they were unlearned. It was the Holy Spirit speaking. It just said that Peter was the, the Holy Spirit was stirred up inside of him. That he was able to speak. He was he was unwise. He was unlearned. He was a simple, simple man. He was a regular average person speaking. The Holy Spirit spoke to him and gave him the, the wisdom and the knowledge to speak to them. And it says here, it says, and beholding Beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against him. Remember, Jesus said that when you when he when the Holy Spirit speaks, there's nothing they're going to be able to say against you. They're not going to be able to refute you. Remember, he said that. This is an example of that. Okay, be, and beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves. So they started planning saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle have been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it, but that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done 
For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. So they went to the rest of the multitude. And when they heard that, that you know, that they, that they, you know, were restricted from, you know, speaking the name of Jesus, teaching in the name of Jesus, sharing testimonies in the name of Jesus, they knew that they were being persecuted. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord, with one accord, and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea, and all that in them is, uh, and is who by the mouth of thy servant, David, and hath said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? So he prophesied that, that this would happen. It's the same thing in this day. The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Speaking prophetically of revelation of the war against God, but also the ongoing war against God that Satan has waged throughout time. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. So those are some kings right there. They're gathered together against Jesus. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. By stretching forth, by stretching forth, Ashley. <clears throat> thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus and when they had prayed when they had prayed remember they were they they were in one accord when they heard that they lifted up their voice to God with one accord okay we go back to down to line 31 and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart. One heart. One accord. One voice. Alright. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought. They didn't agree. They didn't, they didn't disagree, I mean. Of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. So they shared everything. They took care of one another, said that no man had any want of anything. No man or woman had any want of anything. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. And so if we become at one heart and one accord and one voice, so many great things can happen. So many miracles can happen. So many signs. It says that signs and wonders are follow follow you when when we're when we're preaching Jesus. They follow you. And so, if it follows you, imagine getting together with with you know more than two people, three people, four people, five people, twenty people, a hundred people, three hundred people. You know and Look at this. They got together and it was, the whole place was shaken. It was a shaking. And it says, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace 
was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked. So they didn't lack anything. Nobody lacked anything. For as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold. So everybody provided for each other. And laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. So, and Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Bartimus, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and in the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, we talk about the first church. The first church, the first church being like the last church, or the, the last church rather being like the first church, or greater than the first church. This is what we're looking at. These are examples of what that can be, what that can look like. And Jesus is asking us to step out, step out in faith, step out and, and, and try, just try me. Remember in the Bible it says, try me and see the great things that I will do as you walk, as you preach, preach in my name. We're going to go to, um, Jesus led me to Acts 5. If we go to um, Acts 5, um, 15 through 20, we can read more about what happened during this first church age. Um, Acts 5, line 15. We're, we're only going to go to line 20. Insomuch that they had brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. Then the high priest rose up and all they that were with him, which is of the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation, and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Okay, so this is even more miracles. Even more miracles. And so we can't, you know, we, we're learning. The Holy Spirit is teaching us so much and we're learning so much. And we can't keep it to ourselves. Um, and so we're going to, Jesus led me to talk, talk about this, about keeping it to ourselves. That we have to open ourselves up more to have these conversations. Um, Jesus led me all the way back to Joshua 6. Joshua 6. Joshua 6. 26 through 27. And once we read 26 through 27, we're going to continue on into, into Joshua 7. So Joshua 6, 26, line 26, we're going to start there. And Joshua adjured them at that time and saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that riseth up and buildeth this city, Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it so the lord was with joshua and his fame was noised throughout all the country so the israelites had just 
conquered, destroyed, and broke down Jericho. Okay? And remember, he, he specifically told them that they weren't supposed to take anything out of the city. They were, it, it thought everything that was to be in the city was to be as a dedication to God. That it was, it was, um, it was a um, tribute to God. Okay? It says here, it says, And ye in any wise keep yourself from the accursed thing, lest you make yourself accursed when you take of the accursed thing, and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are con consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Okay? So they were only supposed to take the silver and the gold. And, and, but still, that was still supposed to be a dedication. Okay? And it was supposed to go in the treasury inside of the tabernacle. Okay, this is inside of Jericho. This is the stuff that they took out of Jericho. There's only the silver and the gold. Everything else they were supposed to leave there. So if we go into Joshua 7, it says, But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing for Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Bethaven, on the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto them, unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men um, go up and smite Ai, and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. So there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men, and they fled before the men of Ai. So something happened, and they were defeated. And the men of Ai smote them about 30 and 6 men, and they chased them from before the gate unto Shebarim, and smote them in the going down, wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide, he and, his, and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over the Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of the Jordan? And so this brought up some, some, some doubts until they figured out what happened. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it, and shall environ us round and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? So he's saying they, they're going to surround us. And what, what, are you, what, what are you going to do to your great name that you have set before us? We're, we're, we represent you. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. Wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? Israel hath sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing, and have also stolen, and dissembled also. And they have put it even among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies. Because they were accursed, neither will I be with you any more, except ye destroy the accursed from among you. 
So his grace and his his favor was taken away because something was stolen out of the out of Jericho that wasn't supposed to be taken out of there. Up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourselves against to tomorrow on the next day. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee. O Israel, thou canst not stand before thine enemies until ye take away the accursed thing from among you. In the morning, therefore, ye shall be brought according to your tribes, and it shall be that the tribe which the Lord taketh shall come according to the families thereof, and the family which the Lord shall take shall come by household, and the household which the Lord shall take shall come man by man. And it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed thing shall be burnt with fire, he and all that he hath, because he hath transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he hath wrought folly in Israel. So Joshua rose up early in the morning and brought Israel by their tribes, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought the family of Judah, and he took the family of the Zarahites, and he brought the family of the Zarahites man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought his household man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, was taken. Well, he stole. He stole something. And Joshua said unto Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. Because you can't hide anything from Jesus. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment, so a, a piece of clothing that came from Babylon. So it, it was it was made in Babylon, something that was that was made in Babylon, something that was fashioned in the style of Babylon, a Babylonish garment, and two hundred shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold of fifty shekels weight. Then I coveted them and took them, and behold they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. Well, this is bad because not only did he take some clothes, but he actually took of the things that were supposed to be put into the treasury and the rest of it dedicated to God by their own hands. So they were supposed to take it into the treasury. He took that and hid it, but he also took the clothes out of the city where they weren't supposed to touch anything else at all besides the silver and the gold and took it. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran unto the tent, and behold, it was hid in his tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and brought them unto Joshua and unto all the children of Israel, and laid them out before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan the son of Zerah, and the silver and the garment and the wedge of gold, and his sons and his daughters and his oxen and his asses and his sheep and his tent and all that he had, and they brought them into the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones and burned them with fire after they had stoned them with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his, of his anger. Wherefore the name of that place was called the Valley of Achor unto this day. And so, thank God for the grace and the mercy of Jesus. Amen. You know, because back then, this, this, this type of thing was immediately um, 
dealt with. And so we, even to this day, we, we still have to be careful of these things, of coveting things, coveting the things that we see. Um, but also, the lesson here that Jesus wanted me to point out is coveting, not only coveting, but keeping the things that we have learned inside of ourselves and not sharing it with others. When it says here, it says, this is the part that Jesus wanted me to, to, to focus on. When I saw among the spoils, this is line 21, when I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth inside of his tent. Okay? Jesus led me to, to Matthew 25. Remember that, though. Let's go to Matthew 25. Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Matthew 25, 14 through 30. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered them, delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Sounds just like Achan. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And so he had received five talents, came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents, which, um, behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that have received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping thou hast not, um, where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. That's where, 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 your, where um, what is yours is. What Achan said, When I saw among the spoils of a goodly Babylonish garment, and two hundred shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold of fifty shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them. Behold, they are hid in the earth, in the midst of my tent, and the silver under it. 
The New Testament, when Jesus brought the New Testament, when he brought that, that Sermon on the Mount, the focus became from outward things to the inner things, from the outward um, man to the inner man. What's inside of our heart? What's inside of our soul? What's inside of our spirit? What's inside of our mind? And so what happened to Achan when he, when he admitted this? He got stoned, him and his family. So it says here, I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo there, thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which have ten talents. For unto every one that have shall be given, and he that have abundance, but from him that have not shall be taken away, even that which he have. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So even though Jesus is graceful and he's merciful, he says that if we keep these things within us, if we hide this stuff and, and try to store up things physically and, 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 and mentally and spiritually, this is the result. Getting cast into, into hell, not just being stoned like Achan, but being cast into hell. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. So this is, this is what we're looking at. This is what we're looking at. We have to share with others. We have to convert, conversate with others. We have to share our testimony. We have to share the things Jesus has, has, has given us, the wisdom that he has given us. We have to talk to the youth. We have to reach out to our elders. We have to have conversations with other denominations. This is what he wants. One heart, one accord, one voice. Even when we go back to Acts, if we go back to Acts, Jesus just let me ask. He just spoke to me about this. Acts 5. Remember it talked about that they had all things in common? And laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Right? And they had, and neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold. So if we go to Acts 5, the beginning of Acts 5. It says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for um, so much, 
And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have heard, heard, have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead, carrying her forth, bared her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord, with one accord, in Solomon's porch. They were of one accord. Imagine if, if, if that was just, um, that whole incident wasn't even being, wasn't addressed. Imagine if, 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 if they had entered into the church, what type of damage that would have done. The next scripture that Jesus led me to is um, Hosea. Way up back in um, Hosea 3. Hosea 3. <laughs> Hosea 3. Hosea 3, we're going to start at line 1, <clears throat> chapter 3 is very short. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord, toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. So I bought her to me for fifteen pieces of silver, for an homer of barley and a half, Homer of Barley, and I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man. So will I also be for thee. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, and without a prince, and without a sacrifice, and without an image, and without an ephod, and without teraphim, which is an idol. Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God, and David their king, and shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days, or the later days. Okay, so he's saying that he's going to restore us all because of the things that we would go through. Um, we can go on to 4, Hosea 4, 1 through 10. We're only going to go through line 10. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood toucheth blood. Therefore shall the land mourn, and everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Doesn't this sound familiar? Doesn't it sound very, very familiar? What's going on now? Right now. Famines, pestilences, water shortages, you know, just, you know, there's shortages of food going on now. 
And what he's saying he's here, swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood touches blood. That's the shedding of blood. And so these are the things that's going on in the world. And Jesus is saying, don't be like that. Don't covet. Don't covet mentally. Don't covet spiritually. Don't, 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 don't covet, you know, physically. Don't covet, don't covet in any way. Share with your, your brethren. Share with the other believers. And also share, of course, share with, with, um, with, with those who don't believe. But know that this is, these are the things that are going on in the world. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of, the, of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. So he's saying that there are, there are so many people that strive with, with those who are doing right. But this is why we have to have these conversations. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night. And I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Okay, and so because we're not we're not having we're not having the the tough conversations that we need to have. We're not, you know, when like well, just, just what we read about with Ananias and Sapphira, you know, that they were um they were approached, they were um they were approached, and the disciples spoke to them about the things, that, the things that they were doing wrong. This is we have to do this for one another. There's there's people out here in the um, the conscious communities and the the new age community, and they're they're you know they're seeking this. You know we sought this at one point, and that's why he says here. Um, I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, and I will also forget thy children. As they were increased, so they sinned against me, therefore will I change their glory into shame. And so he, Jesus is saying, if he, once it gets to that point, it's going to be him. He is going to, to speak to them, and he's going to turn their glory, their pride into shame. They eat up the sin of my people and they set their heart on their iniquity. So he's saying that they, they eat up the sin of my people. They eat up the wrongdoing of my people. They eat up the faults of my people and they try to exploit it and use it for gain. This is what the conscious community is doing. This is what the new age community is doing. This is what, this is what they are doing. They're using the things that, that, that all of us are doing wrong in the world. We talked about the coveting. And they're using it to their advantage. They're saying, oh, you know, charge a, a, a thousand dollars for prayer. That's a, that's a, um, a false teacher. That's a false preacher. That's a false prophet. And there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways and reward them. They're doing so that the people are just like the priest. There's no difference between the, the holy and the common, which is what he set us as an example to teach. 
That's why we're supposed to be. We're supposed to not be like the world. For they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase. Because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. So there's no increase. There's no gain. There's no um, moving forward in life. Because of these things. And so again, we have to share. So that we can be of one heart, one accord, one voice. We can't be like, like the world. We have to set our minds on, on, on the, the kingdom. Ungodly things, the things that Jesus taught us. So Jesus, let me to Matthew five. Matthew five, seventeen through nineteen. Think not that I am come to destroy the law, the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. He's saying, I didn't come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law to all be fulfilled. We recently learned this, that a, a tittle, I'm going to show you guys what a tittle is. I'm going to show you guys what a tail is. This is this is an example of a tittle. This is an example of a tittle. All right. Can y'all see that? Can you see that? Yes. You see that right there? My mouse is going yeah. around. You see it? Yes. That's a tittle. Yeah. So, Jesus is oh, saying, okay. not one jot or tittle. Okay? Not one jot or tittle. Shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. That's that's everything. That's revelation. That, that's everything. Whosoever... Therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men, so he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Remember he said to do as they say and not as they do. Okay. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment, and whatsoever 
Whosoever shall cause brother Rakah shall be in danger of the council, but whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hell fire. Okay, so he's saying this is this is this is where our focus needs to be. Okay? These are the conversations that we need to have. Again, when we talked about we were talking about the holidays, we were talking about this. Um, we have to know. What Jesus said, we also have to know what He said in the past about the, the law and, and 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 how He how He reintroduced the law in the Sermon on the Mount. The next scripture that Jesus led me to is Mark twelve, Mark twelve twenty six through thirty seven. Mark twelve twenty six through thirty seven. And as touching the dead, that they rise. Have ye not read in the book of Moses how in the bush God spake unto him, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Therefore do ye greatly err or error. And one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? This is one of the scribes. It's on the temple. And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Okay? One Lord. And we talked about this before um, with the whole um, Trinity thing. It says right here, The Lord our God is one Lord. One. He's Jesus is one. God is one. God is Jesus. He is one. He is one. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. One heart, one accord, one voice. And the scribe said unto him, well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all understanding, and with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God, and no man that durst ask him any any question. No, no, nobody else asks him any questions. He, he silenced everybody with that answer. And so this is this is this is the focus. You know, um, even when we talk about the um, the um, <clears throat> the conscious community and the, the new age, you know, this is what they're sac this is what they're they're focused on is, is on sacrifices, offerings. And, but he's saying here, this is this to help people to love one another is is more important than whole burnt offerings and sacrifices because this is something that goes into so many different um, religions and so many different um, concepts that people think that um, that's, that the sacrifice is, is, is better. But your sacrifice is to help each other. Is to, our, our sacrifice is to love one another. It's to come together, to be of one heart, one accord, and one voice. To help each other, even if somebody's doing wrong, if you're saying you're not, you're not doing right. You, you're, this is this is sinful. You, you gotta stop. 
we gotta have these conversations. We have to step out and have these conversations with one another. Um, the next scripture that Jesus led me to was Luke 16. Luke 16. And with compassion. Exactly with how, how Jesus delivered it. He delivered that, that, that answer with compassion. So it has to be with compassion. Luke 16. Luke 16, 11 through 20. If therefore you have not been faithful in their unrighteous mammon, that's that's greed, again, who will commit to your trust the true riches? So what are the true riches? The riches of the kingdom, the inner things. Wisdom. That's that's one of the things in, in, in uh, Proverbs. Jesus says that wisdom is, is greater than gold and silver. Okay. And if yet, if ye have not been faithful in that which is an, another man's, how shall, how shall give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon, which is, which is um, greed. And the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him and he said unto them. This is, this is the covetousness that we were talking about. The greed, the want. Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts for that which is highly esteemed among men is, abomin is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John. Since the, that time the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it. Every man. Um, and it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than one tittle of the law to fail. We looked at the, what the tittle was. It's that little mark above the, um, the Hebrew letters and words. Okay. Whosoever put away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery, and whosoever married her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. So there's a place called Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, said Son, Remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things. And likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and, and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from pence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place in torment, of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. 
And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. And we're saying neither will they be persuaded. And so we, we have to... We have to we have to to have these conversations while we still can. He's talking about this 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 rich man who has these many things, and again, it's it's keeping those things to ourselves, being covetous, being greedy, wanting to keep these things to ourselves. But Jesus told us to share the wisdom, to share it with others. Um, the next scripture that Jesus led me to was Acts twelve. Acts twelve. And we'll go back to Acts 12. Again, the first church. Acts 12, 1 through 25. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. So it was the feast of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Therefore was kept in prison, but the prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So they prayed without ceasing in one heart, one accord, in one voice. They kept praying. The prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise, up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hands, and the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals, and so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and wist not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw vision. So he, he didn't know. He didn't know. It was so incredible. He just he didn't know what was going on. And when they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city which opened to them of his own accord, and they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord have sent his angel by those prayers, by them praying in one, one heart, one accord, one voice. It was effective, and he was sent that, Jesus sent that angel to break him out of prison. It says that the Lord have sent his angel and have delivered me out, hallelujah, of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. So they were all praying in that one heart, one accord, and one voice. They were still praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda, and when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door and saw him, 
they were astonished. They were so surprised. But he beckoned unto them with the hand to hold their peace, declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, Go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And he departed and went into another place. So he told them to share this, share this, share this, this miracle, share this experience. You know, and of course, we're not supposed to share everything. There's certain things that Jesus shows us that are private, you know, and, and but, but we, we are supposed to share the great things that Jesus has done for us and to have these conversations, to share our testimonies. This is a big part of this. He told them to hold their peace, declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And he departed and went into another place. Now as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers that was become a Peter. So the, so this news started to spread about what happened. And when Herod had sought for him and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and there abode. And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon, but they came with one accord to him, and having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace, because their country was nourished by the king's country. And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a god and not of a man. So they said this, and immediately the angel of the Lord smote him, killed him, because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. But the word of God grew and multiplied, and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose surname is Mark. Okay, so this is, these are the great things that can be done, even in prayer, at one heart, one accord, and one voice. We have to start getting together with people. Um, we're going to continue on to, into Acts 13. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. Whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So this is another great thing that, that's done. When we're one heart, one accord, one voice, praying and fasting as one, the Holy Spirit spoke to them and told them where to go. So Jesus will answer us. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost departed unto Cilicia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. That's, that's incredible. This, these are the things that can be done. Okay, we're going to go. Jesus led me to Acts 14. And this is, for, this is a little bit more um, with Paul and Barnabas' journeys and their story. Continuing. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together in the, into the synagogue of the Jews and so spake that a great multitude both of the Jews and also of the Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord 
which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hand. Remember the, remember the signs and wonders follow the believers as we preach. Okay? And even them calling them brethren. That's, that's, that's showing you how close everyone is. But the multitude, multitude of the city was divided, so they began to be divided. And part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. So there was some division. And when there was an assault made both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers to use them despitefully and to stone them, they were aware of it. They were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lycania, and unto the region with Lyreth round about. And there they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Hallelujah. And when the people saw that Paul had what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying, In the speech of Lycania, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. And that's not that's not right at all. Okay? And they called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Merc Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and garlands unto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people, which when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of, they rent their clothes and ran in among the people, crying out and saying, Sirs, why do ye, why do ye these things? We are also men of like passions with you and preach unto you that ye should turn from these vanities unto the living God, which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that are therein, who in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, scarce restrained they the people that they had, they had not done sacrifice unto them. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the Ant the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. How about as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. The next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. And so, again, you know, they're speaking of, of tribulation, they're, they're speaking of, of challenges, they're speaking of that it's not easy, but that they did it. They were moved by the Holy Spirit and that they, they did it. And so we, we have to share with one another. We have to talk with one another. No matter how nervous we may be, we have to, to testify of the great things that Jesus has done for us. Um, Jesus led me to Luke 2. This is the next one. Luke 2, 25 through 39. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man 
was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. So this is this is um, before um, this is when Jesus was just a baby, and his parents were um, had just taken him into Jerusalem when he went to the temple, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Okay, and he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thou salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to, the, to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. So he got that revelation and shared that with them. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of, of a great age and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she coming in the instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city. And the trial grew and waxed strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. So they, they they shared and they and they helped and they assisted and they gave encouragement. Even for encouragement, we have to share with each other. It's it's encouraging with one heart, one accord, one voice. We have to we, we, we do these things also to encourage one another. Um Jesus the next scripture Jesus led me to is John five twenty seven. Just one line. And have given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. I can of mine own self do nothing as I hear I judge and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will. But the will of the Father which hath sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. Ye sent unto John, and he bare witness unto the truth, but I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say that ye might be saved. He was a burning and a shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father have given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me, that the Father has sent me, and the Father himself which has sent me have borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he hath sent him ye believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. 
and they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might um, have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you that ye have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, and ye have received me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. How can ye believe which receive honor one of another, and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There was one that accused of you, even Moses, of whom ye trust. For had ye believed Moses, ye, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if ye believe not his writings, how shall um, ye believe my words? And so in the, um, the parable of the, of the, of the rich man and, the, um, and Lazarus, he talked about the same thing. That if, if, if you don't believe Moses, you do not, not believe in his writings and the scriptures that talk about Jesus, how can, you, how can somebody believe in him? And so, even in this, um, Jesus is talking about um, the accuser. And he's talking about, mainly he's talking about Satan. And so Satan is the one who puts doubts in our minds. Not get with other believers. We have, this is something that we have to do. We have to come together. With one heart, one accord, and one voice. Um, in, in Galatians, Jesus led me to Galatians. Galatians 5, 6 through 17. It says here, And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. And so once we, we, we start to, um, to read and feel His Spirit through, through, the, uh, through His Word, then, then we... Then we, we, we hear what he's saying to us, and then we do it. He said, those are my mother, brother, and sister are, are not the, you know, just my, just about, it's not just about blood, but it's about those who do the will of my Father, those who, who, who hear the words and do the words. So again, we're in Galatians 5, 6-17. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then the heir of God through Christ. And this is, this is when we walk into that. How bit then... When ye knew not God, ye did service unto them, which by nature are no gods. But now after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? Ye observe days and months and times and years. Days and months and times and years. Holidays. Celebration days. This is, what, this is exactly what we were talking about before. We have to be of one heart. We have to be of one accord. We have to be of one voice. We have to know what we have to leave behind in order to be of one heart and one accord. We have to know. We have to leave our holidays behind. We have to leave the American way behind, the American way of life behind. We have to look towards the way of Jesus. We have to look towards his kingdom. What are his ways? What does he want? What does he want us to celebrate? <laughs> Ye observe days and months and times and years. I am afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Brethren, I beseech you, be as I am, for I am as ye are. Ye have not injured me at all. Ye know how through infirmity of the flesh I preach the gospel unto you at first. 
at first. And my temptation which was in my flesh, ye despise not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. So he's saying that the, that the church, the brethren, the multitude received him because they knew where he was coming from. You know, the, Saul's, um, or Paul's whole story. Where is then the blessedness ye spake of? For I bear you record that if it had been possible, ye would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. I am therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. They jealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they would exclude you, that ye might affect them. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing, and not only when I am present with you. My little children, of whom I travail and birth again until Christ be formed in you, I desire to be present with you now, and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do ye not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid and the other by a free woman. Okay. We're going to go to um, line. Oh, where are we there? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid and the other by a free woman. So we are seeking freedom. That's what we're seeking. We're not seeking the going to go back into bondage. We want to, we want to, Jesus has given us freedom by his Holy Spirit, and we've applied that Holy Spirit. We've, we've applied that. We've applied that. We've applied his blood into our life through the Holy Spirit. That's life, not death, not bondage. Freedom. That's what we talk about when he says liberty, freedom. We want to give that freedom to others. We want to have this conversation with others. The next scripture that Jesus led me to is, a, is a Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with longsuffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There was one body and one Spirit even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who was above all, and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascendeth up on high, he leteth captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that ascended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So we, everybody has a calling, everybody has a gift. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. <clears throat> that body is not separate. It's one. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The unity of the faith. We have to strive for that unity. <laughs> 
and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Okay, so we don't want to be deceived. Jesus led me to um, the last few scriptures, to 2 John 4 through 13. 2 John minds 4 through 13. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. That we love one another. Again, this is Second John. That's line 5. And this is love, that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that ye have heard from the beginning. You should walk in it. Love one another. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ have not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. The Father and the Son. He's one. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Having many things to write unto you, I would not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face, that our joy may be full. The children of thy elect sister greet thee. Amen. So John is talking to a woman of the church and you can see how close they are how how um loving they are how how much they, they they share all things how kind they are one another loving one another just jesus talked about being of one heart and one accord this is this is this is what it was like if we go down just a little bit further into third john we can read in in, in lines one through eight the elder unto the beloved gaius whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well, because that for his name's sake they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. And so, again, with that loving one another, it becomes encouragement. Look at this encouragement that they had in one another that they that they gave to one another in second john and third john so much encouragement and that's the other side of it sharing and then that sharing encouragement it, it, it works together the sharing and the encouragement work together 
This is what Jesus is asking us to do. And the last scripture that Jesus led me to is in Jude, starting in line 19. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. So again, in 2 John, 3 John, and in Jude, they're talking about what not to do, what and who to stay away from, you know, um, who to keep space from, because really we're supposed to bring the truth to those people as well too. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. So that's pulling them out of the fire, speaking to them of the truth. Of course, and, you see, and, and with compassion, like what it says here. And, and of some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, being a little bit more harsh, but, but still speaking to, them, speaking to them with compassion, but being a little bit more direct. Pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. And, and so this, this wraps up this message of one heart, one accord and one voice. We have to share with one another the, the great things that Jesus has done for us. We have to share our testimony. We have to share the truth to start having conversations with people who, who may not believe it, it exactly the same, but have the basis. <coughs> excuse me. Have the basis of even the Bible. Have the basis of Jesus. Maybe from another denomination, but we have to start having this conversation. And these conversations. So that we can be of one accord. We can be of one mind. We can be of one voice. So we can bring each other in and, and start, start to see this. Jesus wants to see. Wants to see his, his body shouldn't be separated by names and, and areas and, and, and churches. It's not about that. His body is, 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 is full of believers in his name. This is what the disciples went through. This is what the apostles went through. They went through through, through, through hardships. And it wasn't easy. But they were pushed on by the Holy Spirit. And incredible things were happening when they came together. In one accord. Hallelujah. Um, so does anybody have anything that they, that they, any reflections on this? Any, um thoughts that come to mind any any revelations any personal um revelations all right well if nobody has anything i do okay go ahead
and why he, why, what our purpose is in him, for one thing, and because we all have a purpose. We all here for one purpose, and that is to serve God. So when, when we try to hold back from whatever God has in store for us, we're not only hurting ourselves, we're hurting others who we are supposed to tell exactly. all about Christ Jesus. So, it, it, you know, it's always good to take all everything to God in prayer. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of times that we can even take each other to God in prayer. Right. And... I don't think we all do it all the time, but we should always keep one another in prayer to God. You know, you should. We should pray for one another. So, it's that you know that right there, the, the unity. It's just the unity because we all will be as one in Christ. He's not going to have it no other way. Right. Yeah, we. It, you're you're absolutely right. Like in that 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 parable of the talents, and in that 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 example of Achan, like we can't bury that that stuff within us. You know, we have to um to pray for for one another. We have to and encouraging. You know, encouraging one another. You know, even with prayer, like that's the most important thing. Encouraging each other with prayer and being a great example to each other. With these things, and that—that's what, and the first, especially in, in in Second John and Third John, that's exactly um, what he was talking about. What John was talking about was, you know, encouraging um, the others of the church to keep keep right. moving forward in 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 righteousness. Keep moving forward in, in in the things that Jesus taught all of them, and we need that. You know, we, we face so many challenges. We really need that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we also got to, you know, we also got to correct one another. Exactly. Because just like the husband and wife, when they were supposed to sell their property and give, you know, mm -hmm. what they sold Ananias to the Lord. And Sophia. And yeah. then they call themselves, huh? Ananias and Sapphira, right, and exactly. And they call itself, right, and they call itself hiding, hiding it from the Lord. I mean, he was telling, he told them, Peter told them that you didn't hide it from us, you hid this from God, you know. So it was like, he led her right to her death by, you know, going along with whatever they had already talked about to say, you know. So we have to also be careful because, like I said, just because one person is doing wrong, that doesn't mean you should do wrong, too. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. We, so we, we have to be careful, very careful with, with all we do because mm -hmm. we all, even though we're all one in Christ, we all have our own mind and our own spiritual way of, of living and doing the things. But we have to lift one another up. We can't let one another fall. And that's, that's the good part about it. When you have one another, you can help one another without you know, letting them fall. 
Right. You know? That's that's exactly what what Jude what Jude was talking about, and even even with with John saying, mm-hmm. "We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow fellow helpers to the truth." So we helping each other to keep the truth. We're helping each other to hold up the truth, to hold up those 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 laws, and especially those first two commandments: the loving the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and, and loving each other as your neighbor, as our neighbor. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we, we really appreciate you sharing that, Miss Rose. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll go ahead and end it there. Again, we do this um, every Saturday, every Shabbat at three thirty, and um, we really appreciate you guys fellowshipping with us, coming together, encouraging yeah. each other. We all, all, you know, we're all encouraging each other. You guys encourage us, you know, and. Um, We'll just continue to do this thing. And um, we love you guys. Love you. Blessings, everybody.